Hey, everybody. It's this Tinseltown Tea Time. Y'all already know. Y'all already know. Welcome to the show. We start off with Would You Rather. Mm-hmm. My Would You Rather is pretty simple. Uh, we've been talking about our other family members, our pets. Yeah. So I, I think it'd be cool to be like, okay, would you rather if if reincarnation were a thing? I think would, it is. Okay. Shoot, I hope I can shoot. Okay. <laughs> I want to come back rich. But um, right. so would you rather come back as a dog? Yeah. Or would you come back as a cat? A dog. Okay, why? <laughs> because, I mean, I've had both growing up and I also had a horse. Oh, um, yeah. But yeah, I would rather be a dog. Okay. They're just more fun after having had both. Yeah. They're more fun. Okay. Okay. I am more of a dog person, but I think I'd rather come back as a cat. Mm, why? I feel like if for some reason I don't have a owner, I would survive better. Like, I feel like oh, yeah. cats can hunt better. There's so many straight cats out here in the world. Yeah, they like, dirty and full they of can, like, you know, the seven lives things. So if I get nine one. Lives. Nine Look mm, at me. Girl, you cutting your lives. God dang. Cutting See, the lives. You got to speak life. Even when you have <laughs> <laughs> so many lives and another life as a cat. Um. Yeah. That was so, who <laughs> that country be coming out, y'all? Um, Lord, forgive me. <laughs> it's all good. This is this is what it's for. Um. Yeah. So I'd come back as a cat. I think they they know how to survive. If I came back as a dog, I want to be like pampered. Mm-hmm. One of those owners who has like I want to be Beyonce's like, dog. Oh yeah. Does she have pets? She probably don't. She don't even seem like she wow. got time for pets. She might. Oh, that's a good question. Maybe the kitten. Now that they have. You know, I would Blue Ivy's dog. Oh my God. How luxurious. Mm-hmm. Blue oh Ivy's dog. That's my me. God. Yes. Yeah. I'm Blue Ivy's dog, y'all. Yeah. 110%. I'd want to be Blue Ivy's dog. Who do I think would. Oh, I wouldn't want to be Patty LaBelle's dog. Why? Because I feel like she would drop all the patty pot. Like, you know, when mm. she's cooking and stuff and just be dropping food, I would be there to be like, I got you. I got it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's it. Like, That's all me. You know? That's all me. I got you, sis. Mm. We ain't gonna let this floor be dirty. What? Mm. Well, eat all this good food. Yeah. So I'd be, okay. I'd be Patty LaBelle's pie. I mean pie. It's her, I'd be Dog. her pie, too. <laughs> <laughs> I would be it. Patty LaBelle's pie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Final answer. Final answer. <laughs> Patty LaBelle's pie. Perfect. Uh, okay, right. what's your what's your would you rather? So mine is, mm-hmm. would you rather lose the ability to lie mm. or believe everything you're told? Lose the ability to lie. That would be very hard. That's going to suck. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I want to be able. Wait, what was the other one again? Or believe everything you're told. No. Yeah. Mm-mm. <laughs> This world is too messed up for that foolishness. You need yeah. that discernment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you need to be able to be like, I think you're like, like that gut. You know, when like, mm. even if you don't know, it, even if you don't know what's the lie or whatever, that that instinct to be like, something's off here. Mm. And just to be like, hmm, okay. You said one thing, but I'm feeling another thing. Yep. Like this doesn't add up. I think that's important. Yeah. So I would, yeah. And I think I would, <laughs> with that ability to not, be able to lie i would learn how to not speak i would just mm. <laughs> i would just be like mm, mm. So it would be like a liar mm. liar yeah pretty Jim much Carey. yeah and be like mm. 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 right yeah yeah it'd be one of those like yeah. mm. 
Mm-mm. They be like, bitch, why don't you never speak? Because I'm mad. You know? You know? Mm-mm. <laughs> I just be chilling. You know? Mm-hmm. Sometimes I just got to keep things to myself. See, mm-hmm. that's the truth. It's like, I'm just going to keep things to myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, I'd rather lose the ability to lie. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, y'all hoes not finna pull the wool over my eyes. <laughs> exactly. Mm-mm. mm And sometimes they always, they do that anyway. Yeah. Oh, my God. People. Yeah. Because, okay. Mm-mm-mm. See, with that power, if you are always watching Fox News or some shit. Yeah. You just believe everything. Alternative news. Ooh. Ooh. Chop. Yeah, it would be, it would be ridiculous. That means anybody <sighs> could tell you anything. Anything. They'd be like, I don't even know. They'd yeah. just literally tell you anything. Yeah. They could yeah. tell me as a black woman, be like, no, you're white. And I'm walking around with like that sketch from the Dave Chappelle. <laughs> <laughs> what? It's <laughs> so funny. What a classic. <laughs> wow, what a sketch. It was such a great sketch. I cried <laughs> so when funny. I saw that fucking sketch. It was so ridiculous. When that when that <laughs> when that, that nigga said Oh god. That nigga said I divorced my wife because she was a nigga lover. <laughs> <laughs> That's you, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you a nigga. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh my gosh. Yeah. What a classic. Yeah, but yeah, that's a good one. Well, welcome, y'all. Tinseltown Tea. Again. Welcome. Yep. Fitting to start. It's going to be a little bit different. It is. Yeah. We have a different episode for you guys. That's right. Usually, we go through, after the news, we do mm-hmm. a main segment, mm-hmm. and then we should do Niggas You Should Know. Mm-hmm. Slight change this time. Slight. Because we feel like there's been a lot of good news popping off yeah. for us creative. So, we're just... It's been a lot. Yeah. So we're in just, our black and brown world, yeah, creatives. Yep. So we're y'all just, been popping the fuck off. Okay. So. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I love it. That's always Same. good. That's always good. We have some bad news too. I mean, I don't know if well, I call it bad news, but it might be like it's not the best news. It's not the best. But whoever's involved don't need the drama, and mm-hmm. they still bless. So mm-hmm. highly favored. <sighs> okay. A hundred and ten percent. But we'll get into that. But we're going to start off, before we get into the news, we're still going to do a No Better Do Better. Yep. Awesome. No Better Do Better shit. Uh. So, in this segment, um, if you are new to the podcast, first of all, welcome. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Greetings. And, <laughs> and second of all, No Better Do Better is pretty much, you know, quick facts, lessons learned yep. that we've gained <laughs> from trying mm. to... Aff- course because we are screenwriters i'm not gonna say aspiring yep. we are screenwriters yep. and uh we are on our journey to not only our best written movies and tv shows and writers rooms mm-hmm. but on the journey we're learning things along the way and in yep. this segment we share them with you guys yeah and they can be something as deep or as common sense of whatever you want it to be whatever sometimes you just need a little bit of a, of a reminder mm-hmm. when we are working so hard so my no better do better is don't be afraid to share your work. Now, this is a big deal, especially I know from my experience when I first started screenwriting and my ideas, I was very afraid to share mm-hmm. my ideas. I loved my ideas. I thought they were great ideas. And I was just like, oh, somebody's going to steal it. They're going to do it. And like all this stuff. Right. But what I found out when I started to get in community and join a meetup group, just like I joined the screenwriters group here in L.A. that Corey started, Mm -hmm. that when you 
share your work, you're able to get feedback. Yep. And also, you know, writing can be, depending on if you have a writing partner or not, it can be very isolating and lonely. It can. And you can, like, get lost in your work. And sometimes you can't see it as well when you step back. And you can even have a different experience of your work, right? So mm-hmm. you're writing, you're in it, you're with the characters, but then you're. it's a different experience when you step back, you hear the words back to you. Mm-hmm. It helped me a lot because in the beginning, as a, you know, I still kind of consider myself a baby screenwriter, but I would write these long-ass prose. I thought they were beautiful. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, this is great work. Shit was too long. When you read mm-hmm. that stuff out loud, I'm like, oh my God, this character needs to shut the fuck up my god we get the point my goodness Mm. and that's the difference because in a book you can do that you can expound with poetry in different settings that's what you gotta do in a book okay but when you are reading a script it's like get to the point we're moving on we're getting bored here you Mm -hmm. know and some of the greatest writers still you know linger in scenes a bit too long but they're experienced they can do that they can do that as for me and mine absolutely (laughs) not and the good thing is like I, what it was is a fear of somebody taking my work. But what I found mm-hmm. is, like, if you share with the right people and have the discernment, yeah. they're willing to share good ideas with you. They're willing mm-hmm. to be like, oh, we want to help you get make this better. Like, what about mm-hmm. this? What about that idea? And, like, you start looking at your work differently and yep. it can actually help improve. Sometimes yep. it might hurt your ego a little bit. But sometimes you, need to, bit. you need to put that to the side. And create good work. (laughs) You know what I mean? Get good work that will, you know, get created and people can enjoy. And and most importantly, you can get paid. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Um, Hallelujah. So, yeah. So don't be afraid to share your work. I'm not saying just share anything willy nilly. You know, there's different stages. Like if you're in the idea stage and you're still putting things together, share it with people that you trust that will give you good ideas Mm -hmm. or will, you know, don't share with people who, you know, are negative Nancy's and they don't like nothing anyway. Mm -hmm. So be like, "Uh, maybe not share. In that case, with feedback, that just comes being discerning about your feedback. Not all feedback you have to take. that so. is a fact. That is a fact. But if you know somebody who's really good at structure and you're like, mm-hmm. you know what, let me talk to them about my structure. Maybe they have ideas or whatever. Just be discerning of who you share it with, but make sure to share it because you need to step outside of your work and see what it is. Mm-hmm. And there's ways to protect your work so that yeah. if for some reason someone is like, oh, I'm going to take this idea, you can protect it. You can be able, you know what I mean? Yeah, you can protect it. You can, you know, there are ways to like potentially sue. Hopefully nobody got to do that. Yeah. But there are ways to. I always to- wanted to sue somebody. <laughs> <laughs> just for fun like <laughs> I'm gonna sue your ass serve the paperwork so yeah don't be afraid to share your work but also get some discernment but yeah yes and piggybacking off of that mm-hmm. when it comes to sharing your work you know like Drew said you mm-hmm. have to do it because you need to do table reads of your work yes I love some dialogue I'm a sucker for dialogue yeah. even though I feel like I don't talk a lot in person but mm-hmm. a lot of people probably don't think that but anyways I'm a sucker for dialogue Sorry, I'm trying to charge my goddamn phone. Oh, you got it, sis. So, yeah, you have to do table reads of your work because you need to have different people reading your work Mm -hmm. so that you can see how it reads. Yes. You know, you need to see how the lines are working, if things are clunky, if it sounds wooden, or if, like, the way you wrote the sentence, like, just doesn't roll off the tongue the way it's supposed to. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's super important is reading your work out loud. Mm -hmm. I know we can get so hell-bent on just reading it, 
just in our heads or just sending it to somebody else so they can read it, but you need to read it out loud. And then when you have, when you're sharing your work, like Judith was talking about, it needs to be like in a group and you don't need to be one of the people reading. So that way 100%. that you can listen. Yes. So you assign parts to everybody else so that you can just sit there and listen and see how it reads out loud. That's 100%. like the, I think that's the most important thing when it comes to writing and improving and rewriting is just reading your shit out loud because you have, you have to hear how it sounds yeah out loud i mean I, there's I no other way i mean i'm sure there maybe there is yeah but when you're starting out or when you're even if you're experienced yeah. no you need to read that shit out loud yeah. like yeah dead ass and also like to your point like when you have if you can you don't need to but what i found uh in a old uh meetup group that i was in back in the dmv area shout out to dc um, there was a meetup group that I was with and the idea was to bring actors and writers together mm-hmm. so that the writers could bring their stuff and actors could read yep. our stuff. And it really was, you can tell, and sometimes a lot of actors wouldn't show up, it'd be a whole bunch of readers. But when we did have actors who were on the craft and they were reading it, it was really cool because they could embody a character in a way that the writer isn't even thinking about. Like mm. they could read it in a way that you're like, oh, Oh, this you made the character sound very vulnerable. I want to bring that out more. Mm-hmm. Or you made you made the character sound funny. Mm-hmm. I was not writing this character to be funny, but you made this hilarious like timing, inflection. Yeah, mm-hmm. like you never know. So shout out to the actors um who Shout out to actors. Yes, the thespians. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, so it, it's you're a hundred percent right. Like table reads are important, especially when you get in front of like professionals and stuff. Like yeah. they can they can read right through the foolishness. Mm-hmm. So and it's exciting when you see an actor read your stuff and they get excited. Like yeah. they really get into the character and it mm-hmm. brings it out in a different way. It's a whole different experience. Yeah, it is. Very, very true, guys. Mm-hmm. So moral of the story from our know better do better. That's right. Share your shit, please. Read it out loud, please. Hello. And we're done with that. Straight up. <laughs> okay, okay Atlas. I'm scared of doing it today. You know, shout out to the Daily Zeitgeist, with the, which is another podcast I listen to. They have, like, the sound effect. Oh, can we do that? I love, I love them for that. Can we get Travis Scott ad-libs, Young Thug ad-libs, the little mix amigos ad-libs? Oh, my gosh. Mm. Yeah, so that. We're going to work on that, guys, because yeah. look. Yeah, we need that. So much I appreciate that so much. Anyways, we'll be back. Right back. We back. Yes, we are. Mm-hmm. And we black. Yes, we are. Straight up. Um, <laughs> so we're going to start off with the news. In fact, it's going to be um, the main segment as well. Because mm-hmm. there's just so much. Um, so much happening, y'all. So much Ooh. happening. So much good news. Literally could not not talk about some of this stuff. Yeah. So since we're coming off the Thanksgiving weekend, mm-hmm. we know a lot of movies right now. It's holiday season. So, yeah. you know, all the holiday movies are coming out. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to read um, the box office results off the weekend. Um, if you guessed it. Frozen 2. Would you look at that? Yep. They came in at number one. Mm. Letting go, letting go. I don't know the like, song. Shut the fuck up. I don't know that song, but sure. Um, $86 million. Wow. The box office. Millions. Um, right behind Frozen 2 was Knives Out. I believe Ooh. that is the murder mystery out of Lionsgate. With Lakeith Stanfield. Yes. I believe he is the only black 
person. He is on the uh on the roster. On the roster, sure. Uh, <laughs> 26.8 million. I actually heard that was good. And yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. At number three, Queen and Slim, mm. 11.9 million dollars at the box office. Congratulations to Lena and Melina. I watched it. It was good. Go see it. Mm, yep. No spoilers. Support, support, support. Please go support. Uh, coming in fourth, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, starring Tom Hanks. My dog. Um, Mr. Rogers, I want to go see that. Yeah. That's out of Sony. And then coming in fifth, we have Ferrari, uh, excuse me, Ford versus Ferrari. Who cares? Uh, I believe Matt Damon's in that, and that is $8.4 million. Again, who cares? I don't. <laughs> I'm glad Queen and Slim beat them out, as much as I love Tom Hanks. Yeah, I love I me some Tom Hanks. I do love okay? Tom Hanks. I do not play about Tom yeah, Hanks. Yeah, he's he deserves all accolades and all the things so yeah um so there you have it that's the box office stuff if you don't have a chance go out and um, see and enjoy um especially queen and slim yes good support our black filmmakers here and our black writers yes and our black was it a love story yeah right okay our black love stories Mm -hmm. support guys yeah don't see frozen though because mm. I don't want your kids singing that fucking shit around me. You <laughs> shut the hell up. Or do I'm go. I'm tired of it. I'm or tired. do go if they are, yeah. like, on your ass. Yeah. <laughs> they Just on don't your... bring them children around me. Okay. Because okay. I'm not hearing about no goddamn they snowman. They the About no goddamn let it go. No. Part of that song over and over again. So, uh, oh, my God. Prayers out to the parents. Yeah. We're keeping you I'm really praying them. for y'all. I, I yes. feel terrible. Yes. Hopefully you enjoyed the uh, movie as well. Hopefully yeah. it's something for the parents as well. Because, wow. Well, from what I hear, they hate Frozen. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Because that goddamn song. Whew, man, yeah. Disney will do it with some musicals, man. Mm. Have your kids singing all sorts of stuff. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> Yo, you don't me, even know what you're talking about. I was singing Under the Sea so much, I'm sure my mom wanted to throw me the away. Under the Sea. <laughs> okay. So I'm about to throw, throw this girl under the goddamn away. sea. She, under, under the Sea one more time. <laughs> do, do it again. <laughs> so much patience. So I pray for patience for the parents with mm-hmm. these songs, child. Woo. May the Lord cover you with patience. Okay. But yeah, go see Queen of Slim. Yeah. I mean, go see if Nye's out because Keith stands for yeah, that. Yeah. And we stand him as well. Yeah. Much love to Keith. Yes. Too lucky. Mm-hmm. Only black guy in the movie. My God. Well. All right. So next, we are moving on to something that just infuriates me. This I mean, story was like, what the fuck? So I'm sure you guys have seen. Mm-hmm. It's been all over social media yeah. that Gabrielle Union got fired from America's Got Talent. Because she opposed a very toxic workplace that mm-hmm. she claimed was going on at NBC. Mm-hmm. Um, it was racist and it was sexist. Mm-hmm. So I'm um, just going to get into the article from Shadow and Act. Mm-hmm. Earlier this week, Love B. Scott, I guess that's another publication, mm-hmm. reported that Gabrielle Union was fired. She was a judge on America's Got Talent um, because she was speaking out against problematic situations on the show that seemed to be racially insensitive, which mm-hmm. doesn't surprise me. Mm-hmm. The website reports that sources at NBC shared the idea the network wants to switch things up only applies to women and black folks. She wouldn't walk away from. Wait, she wouldn't walk away from 12 million because she's busy. Based on weekly interactions on social media, by the time the America's Got Talent finale aired, Gabrielle was the number one talent on network TV for 2019. Are we shocked? So no. why not pick up someone's option in extreme 
success. Hmm. Hmm. So Julianne Ho, which was also a judge on there as well. Um, y'all know her. She's a little dancing girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This she blonde was on dancing, dancing with girl. The stars. Dancing yeah. with the stars. Mm-hmm. Um, she was also let go too. <laughs> um, yeah. So she was also let go too. And then Nick Cannon, if you guys remember, he was the host, I think, of, mm-hmm. on the show back mm-hmm. in 2017. Yeah. And he was threatened with termination as well after he used the N-word in his Showtime stand-up comedy special. Like one got to do with the other. Nothing. Like, yeah, it's a Showtime Nothing. comedy stand-up special and the nigga is black. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they term- or they threatened to let him go. Ridiculous. And... um. Yeah, so that is kind of the the history of America's Got Talent. Mm. Seems like they like to let people go. Yeah, they do. Um, but Gabrielle Union, they let her go because she was speaking out against the toxic workplace that they have built there at NBC. Mm-hmm. Um, so this report was backed up by another variety report, mm. which cites several occasions. Several. Okay. And which union challenged <laughs> the show's production staff over various insensitive jokes and performances. Mm. So Gabrielle Union was like, uh-uh, y'all shouldn't be saying that. And y'all shouldn't be doing that. Speaking, and she said it multiple times. Speaking because truth I said power. multiple, so, several occasions. Multiple so times. she was speaking out because they were saying some pretty bad jokes. Um, one of the examples was Jay Leno. If you guys know who that is, mm-hmm. uh, white uh, talk show, late night yeah, talk Yeah, Big Chin, he used to host, I think, uh, an NBC, I think it's late night. Oh, so uh, he's connected with NBC too. I think NBC. And this he, is NBC. Yes. So they're connected. Yeah, it. the connection. And mm. he used to host, Jimmy Fallon hosted The Tonight Show. He used to host The Tonight Show for a very long time. Got and then it. Jimmy Fallon Chin, took oh, over Chin. from it. You yeah. did say Chin Yeah, dude. big Chin, Chin, Chin. He has like a lot of cars and all that stuff. Yeah. Got it. Mm-hmm. So Jay Leno, he was a participant on the show and he made an insensitive joke invoking the stereotype of Asian people eating dog meat, which as I have Asian, I am offended by because it's, we don't eat fucking dog. Also, it's not funny. Yeah. Like how old are we? This is 20, like whatever. This is a... We're in the 2000s now. We're about like, to be in a new decade, 2020. We're like yeah. literally a couple days and away. And we still talk, peddling that little joke about Asian eating dog meat. Like, move the fuck on. Come You're on. lame. So, Jay Leno's big chin ass said that shit. <laughs> and um, Union, Gabrielle Union, she mm-hmm. lobbied for production to cut that from the show, mm-hmm. which I agree with. I mean, it's not even necessary. Also, America's Got Talent is a family show. Yeah. So, why are you joking about Asian people eating fucking dog meat, bitch? What are we. Anyways. So Gabrielle Union did the right thing mm-hmm. and she lobbied for them to cut that from the show mm-hmm. as one should. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was one instance. Another right. instance included Gabrielle asking for a white male performer's act to be cut from the show due to his hands appearing to be black during his impersonation of Beyonce. What? Ooh! And what? So Gabrielle said that the live audience shouldn't be subjected to offensive material, which is true. This is very true. So what it seems fuck? like Gabrielle Union was just speaking out against shit that should not be going on. She's basically saying, um, that's sus. You should cut that out. That's sus. And that's wrong. You should mm-hmm. cut that out. Yeah. And it seems like they didn't like that. Mm-hmm. So here's a kicker. Here's the part that made me, I mean, all this made me upset, but this is the part that really ground my little gears, okay? It's also reported that Gabrielle was given a note over half a dozen times, so that is over six times, that her frequent hair changes were too, wait for it, 
black. See, this is what I'm talking about. According to Variety sources. So basically, these Nicks said, <laughs> they told her over six times that you changing her too much and that's too black. And we don't like that. Chile. What? Chile. So, first of all, bitch, hope my fucking earring. I mean, second of all, bitch, meet me outside. Right? Meet me outside. Yep. Third of all, bitch, I'm finna punch you in your face. Yes. So, yeah. Basically, she was changing her hair too much. That was too black for the show. And they they said they they gave her that note Mm -hmm. over half a dozen times, which is a lot of time to tell somebody they're, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And basically, it's been said that. Gabrielle and Julianne Ho, mm-hmm. they regularly receive notes on their hair appearance. and their appearance because they're women. So they were constantly giving them notes about the way their hair should be, the way their appearance should be, I'm guessing over the men. I'm sure. But Julianne Ho, mm-hmm. she said that's not her experience. Mm-hmm. She said she had a wonderful time on the show and she happy to continue to work with NBC. Mm-hmm. Because uh, they're producing her upcoming Christmas special with her yeah, brother. Yeah, so she's trying. Okay, she's yeah, trying. So she's trying bag. to kiss ass. Yeah, because she doesn't want her little Christmas special to be cut. Mm-hmm. Um, so we see what you doing, little bitch. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, Union Gabrielle, she was trying to fight back against the dumb shit mm-hmm. that has been happening on the show, and they mm-hmm. didn't like that, so they fired her. So there's been a lot of people rallying behind her Absolutely. on social media. Absolutely. Um, it's kind of been like a fight between. Gabrielle and NBC. Yeah. Um, y'all and the know, Time's Up movement, yep, too. Yep. Yeah. Shonda y'all know who I'm rocking with. I mean, come um, on. Ten Toes Down. I'm rocking. I'm right until the wheels fall off. So fuck NBC. Yeah, I said it. I ain't never gonna work for y'all. So fuck y'all. Yo, um, yeah, I don't fuck wild. with that. So that's they fired crazy. my girl because she was basically saying, y'all niggas are doing some racist shit and this shit ain't cool. It's, and they fired her. So, anyways, yeah. um, we like to see that there's a lot of people backing her yeah. that are on her side. A lot of celebrities have expressed yeah. their support for her, as mm-hmm. they should. As they should. So she's going to come out on top. I mean, she's oh, married absolutely. to a basketball player, so she's yeah. not losing any money over this. She's not no. losing any bags. If anything, this is going to give her really good exposure because she's the right one in the situation. I mean, honestly. Um, basically, they're trying to make her out to seem like she's just an unruly, right. difficult to work with black woman. Right, complaining. Right. Like, yeah. They're trying to put her on this box. You know, like, get the fuck up out of here. Trying to put her in the stereotype that she's just this difficult black woman, which they try to do with us. And that's not the fucking case. So, we, we debt in that shit. Fuck y'all. Yeah. We ain't about that life with y'all. Yeah. And yeah, so we just want to talk about that because that type of shit happens all the time. And as a black woman, I know how it feels when you're in the workplace Mm -hmm. because this is still a workplace for her. You feel like you can't say certain things Mm -hmm. because a lot of people be saying some real insensitive shit, especially if you work in an environment that is not with people that look like you. You work with a lot of white folks. Yeah. Um, They can be saying some crazy shit that Mm -hmm. you're like, what What the fuck you just said, bitch? Right. Like, what? Right. Like, so... And you feel because you're one of the minority that you can't really speak up against these things right. or have a voice against these things. Um, so it's easy to feel yeah. to just let shit slide. Yep. So I'm glad that she's having her voice. Yeah. She's speaking up against these things and she's standing her ground. And it's a good example for other younger black women yeah. um, coming up in whatever profession you are. It doesn't even have to be entertainment industry. Yeah. Stand up for what the fuck is right. Whatever yeah. you feel in your soul is right. And don't be afraid to speak up about it. Mm-hmm. Fuck that job. Because mm-hmm. guess what? You still gonna come out on top because you're doing what you know and your heart is right. Yeah. And you're doing what, what needs to be done. Yeah. So, I 
completely support it. Oh, absolutely. Um, and I'm so glad that everyone else supports it, too. It seems like everyone's on her side because why the fuck would you not be? Because it's so dumb. First of all, you first of all, you don't deserve her. That's yeah, yeah. first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Like, the very fact that... The lame-ass show. Her melanin is gracing the screen upon NBC. You should be thankful. Mm-hmm. You should be grateful. But instead, you're going to cause your, your own self this controversy. Mm-hmm. And what happens is nobody likes it when the mirror is put to your face. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to face the facts, mm-hmm. right? And, and now she's having she's having all the support. Apparently, I've heard... Well, this is what I've heard. Um, y'all go ahead, do some more research. But I've heard the WGA is getting involved because they're like... Sac- yeah, girl, Astra. Yep. You can't fire somebody because of that. They are um, doing an investigation on it, the SAG after. I think that's mm-hmm. the Actors Guild mm-hmm. or whatever, mm-hmm. um, which Courtney B. Vance is now president. So. Oh, well, mm-hmm. look at God. Look. They're launching an investigation about her firing. And also, she's lawyered up now. Um, I'm not going to, I don't know the facts. I don't have this article, but there's an article saying that she's lawyered up now. Yeah. And NBC released a statement. It was some bullshit, whatever mm-hmm. the fuck they said. Y'all can look it up, but mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, and I think they're gonna like sit down. They said they're gonna sit down and talk with her about how they can change now some of the right now some of the culture. And she's like, "Yeah, now I want to change our culture." Want it. first of it's, again, guys. It's really it's it's about to be twenty twenty. I do not understand why we still in this Jim Crow like mentality on some like like this is a show that illustrates like dancing dogs and shit like. Fucking magicians from around. Not to say that they're not talented or whatever, but yeah. this should not be happening here. Why are we st- still it's letting white It's a family dudes, show. Why are we still letting white dudes get on a fucking network, a big network show, and talk about fucking Asian people eating dog meat? Like, First why are all, we still letting that shit Thank happen? you. And did we fire Jay Leno for right. that? Did well, we say you're I not bet, welcomed here I anymore? I bet his big chin ass still got motherfucking job. I, shit. I bet you. Also... I don't give a fuck what Gabrielle Union said. If she wants to come out bald-headed, if she wants to come out with a ponytail up to the sky, if she wants to have locks down to her ankles, mm-hmm. if she wants to if she wants to switch it up every day, like if she has a haircut like Sia and you can't fucking see her fucking eyes or whatever, you let her do that. Exactly. I'm talking Period. about that's too black. Period. Bitch, my motherfucking foot in your ass is too black. Period. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. Like, you know how many... There's, whichever woman is on there, let them do the hair the way they want to. They're in the spotlight. You don't, you shut the fuck up, you mic her up, and you let her judge. She, that's what the judges, they've got to a place to the point where they're going to be judging the talent. Exactly. I wish a bitch would say that to me. That's all I got to say. Woo! And it's, Come it's at me. really, it's really pervasive. Like, I wish you would tell me It's that. crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, just now, remember, um, I think California pa- passed the law, I think it's called the Crown Act, mm. making it illegal to, like, discriminate against you know, hairstyles, like ethnic hairstyles, because, you know, they be targeting black women like, mm. ooh, you have a ponytail now? Oh, it's curly. Meanwhile, this beautiful woman is, I think, sitting next to, um, what's that man's name? Um, Howard Stern. Ew. If we look at his hair throughout history, we all would be like, uh, shit been greasy. You need to go like... ahead, right, you need to go ahead and do Howie Mandel and cut all that shit off. Mm-hmm. What are we talking about? Let it go. Okay. Let it go. <laughs> Let it go. <laughs> Nobody's talking about oh, that. Oh, God. Yeah. He's yeah. sitting next to her looking like a Muppet, but she, you got to go mm. and ask her to change her hair? Looking like Gonzo. No, they want her not to change her hair. Stop it's too it. black to change her hair. Yeah. Too much. Stop it. So. Y'all got me fucked up, NBC. Yeah. Y'all got me fucked up. America's got motherfucking talent. Mm. So do better. Yeah. Please do better. Do better. 
and we're all on Gabrielle Union's side because See, hey. And now you got to go through all this legal stuff. See, it's right. cheaper. It's did. cheaper to do the right thing. Cheaper to keep her. Come on. Okay. Come on. So foolishness. Ridiculous. Yeah, I hope you win that, sis. I think she, she is. is. Why the fuck would she not? What? The, I wish so that. I wish they would have my sis lose. I just picture like a rising up of women, particularly black women, like outside of NBC doors, mm-hmm. <laughs> just knowing where the executives are, and they're like trying to get to their cars and shit, and they just like ready to pop off. Mm-hmm. Like I know where you go get coffee, and I'm coming. Woo! We see I'm you. Coming. We see you. Mm. Foolishness. But anyways, Gabrielle, she's gonna be on top. She's gonna be yeah. fine. I believe she's, she's literally gonna, win. gonna be okay. Give but her her we just want to inform y'all of what's going on and the type of shit that goes on in this industry. It's really dumb. Don't let these motherfuckers play you because they will. Yes. Know who so, you are. Yep. Like, if you chase that dream, but hold on to who you are. Don't let nobody change mm-hmm. you. Especially on some, like, superficial dumb shit. Like, yeah. If some no. shit don't feel right, speak up about it. Yeah. And you have the right to change what you want. You know what exactly. I mean? And that's that's you. Nobody should be telling you, well, you got to look like this in order to do that. I don't give a fuck. Most of, most of the people who do that shit look like the bottom of my shoe most of the time. <laughs> and that means shit. <laughs> Straight up. So y'all need to. Yeah, no. That's. Yeah. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Mm-mm. Speak up, y'all. Forever hold your peace. Foolishness. Don't be afraid. Foolishness. But anyways, on to good news. Mm-hmm. Um, again, the Queen Lena Waith, uh, her new BT series, 20s, mm. uh, the trailer dropped out, dropped, excuse me, dropped, and uh, it's a focus on queer black women. Cool. Yeah. Looking forward to seeing that. The series um, will premiere on BET in okay. early 2020. Yeah, um, okay. And again, this is from Shadow and Act because uh, we stay up on that website. Mm-hmm. Um, so according to the network, it is a eight episode series that will follow the adventures of a queer black girl named Hattie and her best friends, Marie and Nia, as they chase their dreams and live life in their 20s. So I'm looking cool. forward to this. I, I love to Ugh, see. 20s. Yeah. Whew. Oh, God. Some years. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm yeah, I'm about to be 25 in a couple of days, so yeah. I can't really talk too much about that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, so far, look, it's I'm, been cool. I guess. Well, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I'm out of my 20s. I, I mean, for me, I, I, I certainly don't want to go back. <laughs> Most certainly do not. That shit is cray cray. Um, yeah, no. Um, not to say that my thirties is better, but like, <laughs> yeah, I don't have any consolation. I guess it just depends on the person. But yeah, yeah. you just whoo child. Like anytime I look back on the decade as I get older, I was like, wow, don't ever want to go back. <laughs> don't ever want to go back. Don't miss that. Nope. Definitely don't, but Mm-mm. it all depends. But it'll be cool to see this portrayed, especially uh, queer black women um, yeah. and their experience. And Giving them a platform. Absolutely. We, have we seen a lead queer black woman? No. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Wait, wait. No. Not I that know. I can think of. Yeah, it's like it doesn't even come off the top of the dome, which nah. means that. Only Lena in Thanksgiving that I can think of. But she wasn't even the lead in the show. That's true. Just for that episode. So, episode, so yeah yeah there needs to be yeah more. the fact that we can't think of it off the top of the dome tells me that it needs to be put out there and amen so we and amen that. and we're gonna see it on BET um yeah let us know if y'all see it check it out as it comes out but when's it coming out it should be early 2020 I said they didn't give like a specific oh shit that's about to be tomorrow pretty shit. much okay that shit coming out tomorrow cause yep 
shit, December about to fly the fuck by, so. Amen. So, I mean, Lena, again, you're going to get my coin. I gave you coins this weekend for Queen and Slim. Mm -hmm. Um, You're going to get more coins for this. Um, I just need to... I just really need to see. I might just do Amazon and buy it, honestly. Mm. Um, I need to buy the shy, but um, I did see the first pilot. I just need to buy it and see the whole thing. So, yes, here to support you, Lena. Always. 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 Mm -hmm. And forever. Love you, Miss Waith. Mm -hmm. Mrs. Waith, because she's married. That's right. Congrats to that. Mm, Black love. Mm -mm 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 -mm. Okay. So next, mm-hmm. we are moving on to Mr. Billy D. Williams. Yeah. He revealed that he identifies as gender fluid. That's pretty So if you guys don't know who this uh, man is, he portrayed Lando. I don't know if I can say. Lando Calrissian mm-hmm. in the Star Wars franchise. Yeah. Forgive me, I did not watch Star Wars. So. Neither did I. I know all the Star um, Wars people are like shaking their heads, screaming at yeah, the uh, sorry. podcast. Sorry, I'm so not sorry. a whatever the fuck y'all so fan base is called. Walkie, I don't know. Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> the Star Warriors, the whatever you call yeah, yourself. Yeah, the Star Warriors. That's I what we're going to call y'all. Yeah. So he was in that mm-hmm. as Lando Calorsafrete. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so he is 82 years old. Mm-hmm. And he was in an interview with, and this is from Shadow and Act, duh. He was in an interview with Esquire, mm-hmm. which is a magazine, mm-hmm. as some of you may know. I don't mm-hmm. know. 82 years old. And he revealed that he sees his gender identity as both masculine and feminine. Hmm. And I'm going to do a little quote from him. And you see, I say himself and herself because I also see myself as feminine as well as masculine I'm a very soft person I'm not afraid to show that side of myself Mm. which I'm like does being soft mean you're feminine I don't really yeah that I don't see that I'm gonna question because I question everything Mm -hmm. I don't think you know should I get into that yeah I mean I don't think just because you you think you're a soft person doesn't mean you're fit like that doesn't automatically translate as feminine like yeah. i don't really like that yeah maybe he meant something different but mm-hmm. i just because i question everything yeah um so yeah he said he's a very soft person he's not afraid to show that side of himself so mm-hmm. i guess that's his feminine side mm-hmm. which i feel like i don't know anyways i feel like mm-hmm. women are strong but yeah anyways uh, i think we he, all have that side yeah mm-hmm. so i don't think that's something that's particularly just because i'm soft that means i have feminine in me like right i don't if that's what he's trying to say, I don't agree with that. Mm-hmm. But anyways, I'm not going to tell the man what he is. Shit, he right. old. Right. So that what he said. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. So he also played Harvey Dent in Tim Burton's Batman. Oh, okay. Yeah. So if you guys remember, Tim Burton directed one of the Batman movies. Um. I don't remember who was the Batman in his movie. George Clooney. I think George Clooney was his Batman. Oh wow. Anyways, so he huh. played Harvey Dent, which was the dude right. that was dating the girl he, that Batman liked. Okay. Mackie. Oh, no, I don't know. But yeah. whatever. He played that in fucking <laughs> Tim Burton's Batman. Yeah. Um, another quote from him. He said, I never tried to be anything except myself. I mm. think of myself as a relatively colorful character. Doesn't take himself or herself too seriously. Okay, so he used them both. Okay. Himself or herself too seriously. Okay. So that's cool. Okay. Um, We love a black man, an older black man, being candid about, you know, stuff like this. Yeah, his gender um, identity. Yeah. 
You know, because yeah. a lot of older black men are scared because you're stuck. Black in, men in general. Yeah. Especially the older ones. They mm-hmm. don't be fucking with that shit. So it's nice to see an older black man just be candid about this type of stuff. Right. Um, I, yeah. yeah, I support whatever the fuck you want to be. Although mm-hmm. I do not agree with that statement if that was what he was trying to say. I got to be honest. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't. Yeah. But anyways, we support. Yeah. And it's a, I mean, it's a big thing, even again, it's about to be 2020 and we still in this like crazy mindset, you know what I mean? So very closed off mindset. Yeah. And it's good to see like, you know, Billy D. Williams come out and say, hey, this is, this is how I identify. Like I, you know, this is who I am. I know who I am and I'm Mm going to, you know, walk in that truth. And it's just like, yo, big ups to you. Big ups to you forever. You know what I mean? Forever. Yeah. Bold life. So that is definitely good news. We love it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, shout out to you, Billy D. Williams. Keep living your truth and yeah. not being afraid to speak on it. That's right. And it's never too late. Never too late. That's right. So, next, um, we're going to give a big shout out to someone who's up and coming. You guys should really get to know her. And we'll talk probably a little bit more about her later on. But um, this came, again, Shadow and Axe supplying us with all the relative news, baby. Uh, comedy series starring and co-written by Quinta Brunson in the works at HBO Max. She's been around for a while. She's Mm -hmm. done a lot of uh, viral uh, videos for Mm -hmm. BuzzFeed. Like, she's been working on her writing for a while. She's a comedian. She was Mm -hmm. in the uh, Black Lady Sketch Show. Mm -hmm. She, to me, in watching that, was like a breakout star. Like, it was She's fucking hilarious. Clear. Oh, my gosh. Um, also on um, Starburns Audio, she has a podcast about Christmas movies mm-hmm. that she does with her her friend Kate. So check that out. Um, but she's hilarious. Um, according to Variety, Quinta... Br- One, two, three. According to Variety, <laughs> Quinta Brunson will star in a single camera comedy series uh, with a pilot commitment at HBO Max. Uh, cool. The series will be co-written um, by Brunson and Michelle Natter. Um, it's a half-hour pilot, and it will focus on an ambitious millennial trying to get to the top of the media of a media startup, but is Ugh. put in charge okay. of a company's new diverse writing team, aka interesting. Put in baby in a box, black girls in a box. Mm. But yeah, so if it's Quinta writing it, I know it's going to be hilarious. Yeah. I'm definitely going to support. I mean, same. I just, I mean, I don't know if I'm going to have oh. HBO Max, which is HBO's new streaming service. Yeah, I, I have to know how that I works. Don't, Cause I don't, because I already have HBO now or go. I and I or? had HBO go, so I don't understand the difference between all of them. Mm-hmm. Either way, uh, just, yeah, sure, we're going to find a way to support. <laughs> Either way, um, if I not that, thinking about all shoot, the fucking I will services. save up my coins and buy her a uh, thing off Amazon Prime. Yeah. That's my my fallback every time. But congrats to Quinta. Keep doing the damn thing. Keep winning. It is always good to see black and brown people winning in the game. Yes. I can't wait. If you guys still don't know Mm -hmm. who she is, um, I think she got super famous off of a viral video that she did when she was on a date at the movies. Oh, yeah. With this (laughs) guy. And he was buying like. I think he had like he got a large popcorn and yeah. she was like oh you got money so that was like a really big thing I yes. think like maybe a, when I was in high school it was like a big deal so mm-hmm. she got famous off of that so just in funny. case you guys like are like I don't know who this is yeah that is who she is she got her start off of that That's right. and she's hella hilarious on yeah. Black Lady Sketch Show super funny 
Just so funny. Mm-hmm. So we support. Um, I'm figure out a way to support girl. Cause look, I can't be having all these goddamn. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, when I watch it, you come over. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. okay, we figured it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, we're supporting. <laughs> we are supporting. I like the premise of the show. Yes. Her taking over a diverse writing team. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's another show about an ambitious millennial, which I'm trying to get tired of the millennial stories. Yeah. But I mean, I'm still gonna support because she's yeah. fucking hilarious. Yeah. She's so funny. Yeah. So. Shout out to Quinta. Yay, go Quinta. All right. So next, we're going to be talking about Michael B. Jordan. And He's so fine. It's so distracting. Yeah. It's so crazy. I was actually going to try not to call him fine today because I wanted to talk about his talent. I but mean, yeah, he's fucking fine. I so. mean, look at this. It's it's annoying. If you guys don't know <laughs> who God, that is, I so mean, uh, I mean look, he's Killmonger. I mean. In Black Panther. Mm-hmm. So a lot of women would say i want you to kill this pussy mm-hmm. um but we're not gonna get into that i mean um, that's we're just what, reporting that's what the girls were saying we're just reporting what facts, the girls were saying. honestly um he was also in friday night lights yes. he was in i didn't watch that show but apparently it was good he was um he was in parenthood that's why i first saw him i didn't show either but yeah. yes he was in that mm-hmm. he was in fruitvale station which Creed. is a heart-wrenching story mm-hmm. of oscar grant rest in Woo. peace who was um, i have to, i have to get into this now who mm. was a young black man who was killed by a bart police officer in mm. oakland so if you guys don't know what the bart is the bart is the transit. freaking fucking transit subway train station and mm-hmm. they have police officers who work who secure that area so you're not even really a cop but they shot him at the police station mm-hmm. so michael b jordan portrayed his character um in that movie i think that was like his breakout role yeah starring in that movie and then he was in what else did you say creed creed mm-hmm. yes he was creed mm-hmm. and creed too and of creed too. so he was creed and mm-hmm. whatever yep, adonis yep, yep. creed's son whatever <laughs> so yeah then the man got a portfolio yeah i shouldn't even have to explain but mm-hmm. some of y'all be under a rock mm-hmm. um so yeah there are reports a new report from Variety, but this uh, article is from Shadow and Act, of course, details the future of DC Comics films and also confirms, so they confirmed, oh, man. the rumors. So there's rumors swirling and they confirmed them shits that Michael B. Jordan was in talks to portray Superman in a franchise. Wow. Um, DC so, checks and Marvel checks. Yeah. You're so the, welcome. Yeah. Even though, well, since he got killed in Killmonger, it's not like he can come back yeah he's Mm. dead he can't come back to black panther but Mm -hmm. so they're saying that there's a huge appetite for r-rated superhero movies and if marvel isn't going to step up which do they they're not going to have an r-rated superhero movie because they're connected to disney oh i got you okay i was like marvel's been putting out the works now no but it's mostly pg-13 deadpool isn't marvel right deadpool's dc is it because he's he's technically an x-men He's technically. Oh, if he's X Men, then he's Marvel. Oh, Deadpool, yeah, Mm. yeah. Interesting. Yeah, they're saying that DC is saying that Marvel isn't going to step up, so that presents an opening for DC to tap into that R rated audience. Yeah, Um, that makes sense. Yeah. So that yeah. Jeff Box said that he's an analyst mm-hmm. with uh, some fucking place. And <laughs> the Variety <laughs> Report reads, I'm sorry, y'all, if I just be just talking good. shit about y'all. So Variety Report reads that to help find a way to make Superman relevant to modern audiences, which is true because Superman feels kind of outdated now. Mm-hmm. Studio Brass has been polling lots of high profile talent. Mm-hmm. And there have been discussions with J.J. Abrams. 
Hmm. Whose company, Bad Robot, recently signed a massive first look deal with the studio. Oh, wow. Hmm. And there was a meeting with Michael B. Jordan earlier this year with him pitching Warner on a vision for the character. Okay. Okay. So he was pitching. Okay. So however, Jordan isn't ready to commit to taking on the product. Mm -hmm. Project. The product. The project. Since filming doesn't seem likely to happen for several years. Yeah. And he has a full dance card of projects because Uh, hello. uh, Yeah. With his own company. Yeah. He got too much shit going on. He can't commit right now. Okay. Um, They think that a new Superman film is unlikely to hit screens before 2023. Okay. So basically there's no script, no director attached because it's not going to happen until fucking years from now. (laughs) But I mean, if the rumors of Michael B, like that's all you need is that little rumor to circulate. Yeah. But they did confirm that Michael Jordan was in talks to be the next Superman. Mm -hmm. Um, Do I think audiences are ready for a black Superman? I don't know. I think they are. I think what DC saw... Okay, so DC saw that Black Panther did monstrously good. Numbers. I mean, they were like, okay, uh, yeah, we want to do that too. Like, I don't know how well Wonder Woman did, but like their franchises Mm, hasn't really... Yeah, but like, I think, like, I think they had something where it was like Superman versus... I don't fucking know. Batman? Yes. Who gave a fuck? And a lot of people did not, like, it did not. Because they had Ben Affleck as Superman. Who the fuck wants to see Ben Affleck as mm. fucking, I mean, he was Batman. Yeah, the jawline. I don't want to see yeah. no goddamn Ben Affleck as Batman. <laughs> Ew. Yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I, I clearly didn't see it. I, yeah, I, I it wasn't, Ew. it did not, I'm not a superhero girl, um, but, also, I heard it was really bad. Trash. From what I understand, like, Marvel has taken over so much mm-hmm. that I think it's actually a smart move that they're like, okay, maybe we need to do the R-rated, like, yeah. version of our IP. You know what yeah. I mean? And I like really, the R-rated shit. Yeah, and really kind of, like, solidify a lane, especially now that, you know, Disney owns everything now. Mm-hmm. I mean... they it's Marvel's connected to Disney. Yeah. Y'all. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think it's a good... I think it's a I think it's a good strategy. Um, I think they need to be smart about their director. So I see that they reached out to J.J. Abrams, but I I really they're probably gonna get Ryan Coogler. No, because Ryan Coogler does Black yeah. Panther with Marvel. So yeah. they're probably gonna if they end up making Michael B. Jordan mm-hmm. the Black Superman, they're probably gonna get another yeah famous Black director. Yeah, but I, I mean, take a risk on some of the new. Directors yeah. of like take a risk, like let them out there try. Like my gosh, like they gonna try to ask Ava. Can you? Okay, can you I think her? they might have actually. I think they might have tried to get her on a on their um, what is it? The DC series. So you know how um DC uh superheroes have shows on like the WB and like CBS. Oh, like fucking yeah. Smallville and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think they they have a um a deal that way with the TV stuff but I wouldn't be surprised but yeah go to Sundance pick up a new director that mm-hmm. we just not know of but they have a great point of view like y'all need to start like taking some different type of risks Ch- yeah I'm Please. tired of y'all just the all same talking to, y'all all people talking amongst all the each time. other like just take just take one risk it worked out for Ryan Coogler and to be fair he was a very safe um, pick because I mean he had two successful movies under his belt and he's fucking talented but he works with michael b jordan on everything so i'm yeah yeah that's why i think they're gonna ask him but then again he works for he's done like marvel black panther so i don't know if he can go to dc because he's he worked with michael jordan on 
Fruitvale Station. Right. He was a director of Fruitvale Station and Creed. So yeah. and Black Panther. So yeah. like they have a partnership. They work together. That's why yeah. I feel like they're gonna ask him. But then again, yeah. I don't know if they can. I don't, I don't know, know if how he the has, contracts work. If he has contract with Marvel. Yeah. So Yeah. I mean I would see a Ryan Coogler Superman. Like I'm yeah. I'm here for it. I'm down. It's gonna be fucking live. Yeah. Yeah. But give but, some new people a chance. Yeah. God damn, please. We tired of the same old okie doke. So. Same old, please. Yeah. My God. But yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Me too. Um, next, Quest Love um is stepping in as a director. He's making his directorial debut. Mm-mm. Um, it's gonna be a historic black music event documentary. It's called Cool Black Woodstock. So according to Shadow and Act. Quest Love is adding director to his resume of many talents with a debut film, Black Woodstock. Mm. Um, it's a feature documentary about the Harlem Cultural Festival. Uh, the festival took place in 1969 and featured black musical legends, including Nina Simone, Gladys Ooh. Knight, and the Pips, Ooh. Stevie Wonder, Ooh, my Sly, and the Family Stone, and mm. others. So, um, yeah. Debuting one year after Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s assassination, the festival, mm. which garnered 300,000 people in attendance, was meant to celebrate black unity and pride, cool. which black America needed at the time. I mean, my God. Can we bring this festival back, though? I mean... Once he makes this documentary, can we just bring it back? Can we also... Because all those people are still alive. Is Nina, Nina Simone's not alive No, no, anymore. she's no longer but with But Stevie Wonder, which is my absolute favorite. Oh, my God. He's still alive. Gladys is with us. Gladys is still with us. I think she won and the, the pips. The pips. I think the, oh, pips. the pips are with us. Okay, I think come the pips still pipping. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I can't be pips, sure. I better pip with Gladys. I will tell you um, that much. Who else? I tell you that. Sly. I feel like Sly and, Sly and, and the Stones. Stone. They might still be here. Maybe that would be dope. I mean, I feel like most of the people are still here. So that would be. We great. can bring this festival back, and oh. Questlove can do it. Absolutely can do it. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm. I'm gonna see this. Um, Me too. I'm definitely gonna see it. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna see it. Um, point blank. Period. So, <laughs> uh, so <laughs> yeah. Uh, congrats to Quest Love, and yeah. yeah, I look forward to seeing this. Also, you know what? I I wanna. First of all, I wanna thank my teachers f- throughout my my lifetime. But yo, fuck American history. Um, uh, I, I don't know what they call it, uh, lessons. Cause this, I've, I'm today years old learning about this event. Mm, today. Years old. Today. Like, what in the world? Like, we should be learning about... I mean, maybe, you know, hey, maybe it was just me. Maybe everybody else knew about this event. And they got, went over it in the public school systems, the private no, school systems. No, I went to public school. The charter schools. Like, but mm-hmm. I'm like, why am I now hearing about this event? It's so Because cool. we all know that the history taught in schools... God. And this is a whole other topic. Lies. The history taught in schools is from... The white perspective yeah. is not from our perspective. So you're not going to learn about us in school. It's that's why we have so to do our wild. research about our identity and about our history okay. ourselves. And that's why sadly. this documentary is so needed. It's yes. so cool. That's why I I'm love like, stuff this like happened? this. happened? What the fuck? Yes. yes. So I love stuff like this, bringing our history to the light, educating us about our history because yes. like we have to seek it out ourselves, basically. Yeah. we love it and I would hope that they bring it back fingers crossed that they bring this festival back yeah that'll be dope because I'm going because I need to see Stevie Wonder I mean like a fucking set big facts so he's literally my fave oh what a legend what a legend but yeah shout out to Questlove and Mm -hmm. shout out to that documentary Mm -hmm. and we will be watching of course Mm -hmm. like we support everything else Mm mm-hmm 
All right. So next, mm-hmm. um, the film Just Mercy, mm-hmm. the trailer just dropped. Yeah. Um, starring Michael B. Jordan, talking about him again, and Jamie Fox. Uh, so it's coming from Warner Bros. It also mm-hmm. stars Brie Larson, which is the girl that was from. She was in Twenty One Jump Street, the new yeah. one. She was in Avengers Endgame. She was. She's Captain Marvel. Yes. Which I did not watch that because I either. F- found no reason to want to watch no. that. But the girls liked it, I guess. I don't mm-hmm. know. Sure. She had that fucking terrible haircut in Avengers fucking Endgame. Um, and also, <laughs> sorry, but I like her though. Sorry. Keep winning, sis, but make that, sure they get you a new The stylist. haircut was trash. Don't let them switch um, <laughs> Also stars Rob Morgan. Don't know who that is, but mm-hmm. probably cool. Sure. And O'Shea Jackson Jr., which oh, I believe yeah. is Ice Cube's son. Yep. yep. You better get Come on. Oh, I'm so, Let's I'm so get proud these of serious him. roles. Yes. yes. So this film it's about it's based on the true story mm-hmm. of Equal Justice Initiative founder Brian Stevenson's work mm. and the exoneration of Walter McMillian, who was sentenced to death row in 1987 for a murder he did not Mm. commit mm. Mm. so we're going to be talking about brian stevenson and his work and then we're going to be highlighting the life of walter mcmillian who mm. was falsely imprisoned mm. um sentenced to death row much like rodney reed who yeah. we just which lit up social media recently he was also on death row about to be executed for wow. a crime he did not commit um so it's very relevant mm-hmm. the story what's going on right now Ooh, too relevant yeah oh, so the official description is going to go through it it's a powerful and thought-provoking true story uh the movie it's called jess murphy mercy follows young lawyer brian stevenson played by michael b jordan Ooh, okay you better play the lawyer okay. and his history making battle for justice yeah after graduating from harvard brian which is a lawyer had his pick of lucrative jobs instead he heads to alabama to defend those wrongly condemned or who were not afforded proper representation which happens all too the time. often with the support of local advocate Ava Ansley who is mm-hmm. played by Brie Larson one of his first and most incendiary cases is that of Walter McMillan who is played by Jamie Foxx which I love him on the screen yeah he's a great actor he is gonna kill this yeah I heard there's Oscar talk Ooh. yeah I heard okay. that I, yeah I love Jamie and I'm Foxx. happy if I'm wrong to start that rumor so, yeah I, I mean I, he deserves he is amazing when he does dramatic work he's funny yeah. obviously I mean, but when fighting, he does dramatic so. <laughs> that's it anybody gonna fight you because mm-hmm. Jamie Foxx is like he, he kills it already Oscar so he winning, is yeah. playing Walter McMillan who is a guy that was in 1987 sentenced to death for the notorious murder of an 18 year old girl I'm guessing she's white mm. um, despite a preponderance of evidence proving his innocence wow. and the fact that the only testimony against him came from a criminal mm. with a motive to lie foolishness mm. so in the years that follow Brian becomes embroiled that's the lawyer becomes embroiled in a labyrinth of legal and political maneuverings mm-hmm. and overt and unabashed racism mm. as he fights for Walter to get out of jail and others like Walter mm-hmm. with the odds and the system stacked against him yes that sounds amazing mm-hmm. it also sounds very sad it's, yeah but if he was he was um uh he was wait. exonerated though okay right? good so we know there's wait. a happy ending hallelujah do we wait a was minute. he exonerated child please oh he was exonerated Woo! 
Thank Woo! you. Because look, I don't know if I can take it. I don't oh know if I can take God. it. Ugh. So the yes. trailer, look out for the trailer of that. It's coming yeah. from Warner Brothers. Yeah. Just look up the trailer on YouTube. It will be released in select theaters on Christmas yes. of this year. Yeah. And then it will have a wide release on January 10th of next year. So wow. either way, if it's in your theater on Christmas, yeah. take the fam. Yeah. Come watch a little bit of history. Yeah, I'm man. sure Michael B. Jordan and Jamie Foxx are going to kill this. I know Jamie I mean, Foxx is going to kill this role. Yeah. I mean, sh- yeah. Yeah. Jamie Foxx is that nigga when it comes to dramatic work. Oh, my God. They, they be sleep on him. Yeah. That nigga will kill this role. Yeah. And Michael B. Jordan will kill it, too. But yeah. it's a very good story, guys. Please, please support. I mean, I'm going to watch it. Yeah, for that sure. That shit had me and my feelings just reading a little description. I so. was, I saw the trailer when they, Queen and Slim, when I saw it this weekend. And mm. they played Oh, so it. they have it, like, in theaters yeah, now. they have it in theaters. Um, and I mean, I was clutching my chest, like, whoo. This shit was sad. It was intense. Yeah, it was intense. And I was mm. just like... Lord, give me the strength. How is Michael? I've never Whew. like seen Michael B. Jordan play like a lawyer. How did he seem? He seemed pretty good. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he's mostly done, I think, dramatic roles. Yeah. So this won't be too far off yeah. for him. Um, it, he seemed really good. I mean, Jamie Foxx, I mean, what yeah, I, just, I just was... Uh, <laughs> I was like, sir, I can't. Just from the trailer, I was like, I, I don't know if I have enough strength to see this. I'm going to make myself see this. There are a lot of movies, like, because there's, like, so heart-wrenching. I'm like, I can't. I can't see it. But with this one, I'm going to try. I'm going to try and, like, okay, girl, go mm-hmm. see it. We see it together. Yes. Ooh. Hold on each other for strength. Right. But please see it. It's called Just Mercy Ooh, and select theaters on Christmas or a more wider release on January 10th. Yes. So please support. Good yes. story. True yes. story, too. True. True facts. All right. So next, hopefully when it comes up, I found this very interesting. So I haven't seen this play, but it's getting a lot of, um, I guess, buzz. buzz. Yeah, people are talking about it a lot. Um, it's this uh, play called uh, Slave Play. <laughs> that wasn't funny. I don't know. <laughs> Why did I laugh? Ah. Jesus Christ. But... Um, I have to double check and see um, if it's on uh, Broadway. But basically, it's Slave Play written by Jeremy <laughs> O'Harris. I left. <laughs> it sounds like it should be a comedy, like making yeah. fun of all the slave movies. Yeah. That, But we can we can write that one. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> but um, yeah, so um, this, this play, which is getting a lot of buzz, Jeremy O'Harris um, is the writer. He's an award-winning writer, and we're going to highlight him a little bit later in the show. But um, during a question and answer session, um, after a performance of the, and it's a controversial um, slave play, was interrupted by a white woman who accused the writer Harris of racism. So according (laughs) to BuzzFeed, um, pretty much the woman freaked out. Um, at the show. At the show. Stopped the production, didn't she? Um, yeah. It stated that the 25-year-old patron, her name is Sydney, so I'm sure somebody was rolling that video because you know how we do with our camera phones. Mm-hmm. Um, the video... This shit was... I'm getting all this for world star. <laughs> so, um, well, okay. So, um, the 25-year-old patron, she was there to watch the whole thing. So, she pulled out her phone. I don't want to put the wrong person on blast um and it says the video doesn't do it justice she went off on him she was screaming at the top of her lungs she could not handle her own guilt and responsibility and her own feelings and demanded jeremy help explain um handling her feelings so basically (laughs) basically the woman stood up and you know basically she was like i'm tired of basically being like being called out as a white person for racism that's been happening and um, why did you come girl 
Why did you see slave play? Like the title of the the title is called slave play. So you gonna come to some shit called slave play, and sit there and say, "I don't. I'm tired of this." Why shit. would you? You gonna sit your ass? What? You gonna buy a motherfucking ticket for a play called slave play, and then sit there and say, "I don't want to hear about racism." Why would like that's like me going to crazy rich Asians and being like, "So many rich Asians." <laughs> How dare they? I'm tired of it. How dare you? Like, no, that's that's what this that's is. That's like me going to a play called Ku Klux Klan <laughs> and saying and getting up in the middle and say, I am so tired of y'all talking about killing black people. That's what they do. Clan meetings. That's what they do. They love that. And I to mean, be fair, they hate everyone. Yeah. <laughs> They hate Not the gays, the they hate the Jews, they, they hate, hate them all. They hate them all, period. So they hate the transsexual, they, like, they hate them all. all they're of so them. stupid. They are so dumb. <laughs> they are really, really dumb. And they dumb. think they're smart. Yeah. No, that, like, why are you, why are you here? Also, from what the, like, this basically. wild to me. It's so crazy. So, okay, according to <laughs> the thing. She's so, she's just silly. That's So she saying. did a lot of, like, clearly this quote unquote and I hate this word but it triggered her triggered mm. her racism or whatever motherfucking brain but, triggered <laughs> um, so basically like she said she doesn't want to hear that white people are the fucking plague all the time is what she said and she screamed out so why did you come why did you I mean why did that was you? loud but she, but it's called so you don't want to hear about what white people have done to black people in the past but you came to the the title is called Slave Play. Now, I'm not a, a a rocket scientist. I am not a genius. But if I hear that title, I think it's going to be a play about slavery. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it, I don't a know. wild hypothetical Crazy guess. guess. And if it's in Could these... Could be wrong, though. You know, because slavery is around the world. But if this play is in these United States... By a black gentleman? Black African-American? Then I would think. I think that's what the play is going to be about. Yeah. And if I'm already feeling some type of way because I feel as a white woman that I'm tired of hearing about black people suffering. Why would you? Why would I go? Why would you go to that one? <laughs> I mean, you could have saw Wicked. You could have saw Ford and Ferrari or whatever yeah. Ford versus Ferrari. Like there were so many, so many. So many plays. You could have saw fucking, I don't know. She goes on Lion King. Yeah. That's a good one. That's a great. And it's so happy. It's so great. She could have saw it's so animals. many. It's not even about race. It's animals. I mean, so many. It's a lot of options for you, gal. Shows. A lot of options, gal. Uh, Fiddler on the Roof. Old school. Could have saw the Tina Turner. I mean, come on. That we talked about. You might be week. mad that Tina's winning. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so you know. But yeah. Um. So yeah, ma'am. Um. Take several seats. A um, lot of them. Also, uh, she stated that. Basically, you know, she stated that she was, you know, a victim of rape and she was falsely um, arrested and her kids were taken away and all of this. And as a white woman, Mm. she had had enough of, um, you know, enough to, you know, didn't have enough to raise them and all that. And she tired of people saying that she's not a marginalized member. And Harris responded saying, I never said that you aren't. You know, I never once said that. Literally weren't even talking about you. Yeah. I was talking about us. The play. (laughs) I was talking about the play. I think that's what it was. I think the fact that the play was about black folks' experience and not about her experience as a white woman, sis got a little triggered, so she had to make it about 
white folks experience because yeah. like we wasn't even talking about no, you that's not what this is about nobody even said nothing about and, you and you stood up and made it about you yeah it, so what that sounds like to you. me is that you need a little bit of therapy. I'm not even being funny yeah, right now. A little I'm being bit, but a lot. dead serious. And to be fair, we all need therapy. Yes, we do. We and that's why I'm being do. dead serious. I'm in therapy yeah. myself. Amen. You need a little bit of therapy. You I'm need right a little bit you. of self-awareness work. <laughs> yes. A little bit of healing from yes. your trauma. Yeah. Um, before you sit there and say that. Yeah. And in all fairness, if if she's saying all of those things that happened to her, she truly does need like that support and help you need to support. really work through that out. But also and again, this was not about you. Yeah. It just yeah. And now I you have think, a viral I think moment. That's, yeah. And now you look absolutely insane. You look bonkers. <laughs> you look insane. Bonkers. This <laughs> is not about you, madam. Several seats. You sat up there and Several say seats. It. Oh my God! You know Several what? seats. So yeah. So yeah. Um. Yeah. I, hopefully I she that, yeah. she gets uh all the work the help that she needs. Mm-hmm. I really um, truly hope she does. Like yeah. not even coming from a funny place. Yeah. I really because a lot of the stuff she went through was heavy stuff. Yeah. And um. That she said. Yeah. No. That's it's it seems a lot. Um. Um. Yeah. But, but I just yeah. Yeah. That, it wasn't it wasn't about you. Yeah. It wasn't. So. I forgot. Okay, so there's one more article. It has nothing to do with the industry, um, but I just wanted to share real quick, um, and we can go off and rant. But I saw something. Up oh, here it is. I'm just gonna click the first one. CNN.com. Um, so George Zimmerman, if you don't remember, uh, his who ass that ain't. Is. You know what? I ain't gonna say that. But his ass ain't dead already. I mean. Honestly, that that's one person that could leave the earth and honestly. And you know, I don't say that about people. I don't wish we, death upon we people. We really don't, but But I wouldn't bat an eyelash. Honestly. And my eyelashes are fake. Mm. So, well applied. <laughs> oh I need to God. go I need to go to the person. I need, <laughs> I need to go. To I need go go an appointment. To <laughs> your person. I got a but, refill coming up. Okay. So. Um <laughs> I need that. My God. So, yeah. Um, I mean, a hearty fuck you to George Zimmerman, but yeah. he's suing Trayvon Martin's parents. You, you be, I'm about to walk the fuck out. Because yep. you know what? I'm leaving. And this is just a headline off of CNN. George Zimmerman sues Trayvon Martin's parents and others for $100 million. Like recently. He recently. just decided he wanted to do this. Recently. I think this article. For what? The date, December 4th. For what? So, exactly. December 4th was yesterday. That, yes. That's today, actually. Hmm. <laughs> so basically he was acquitted if uh, just a reminder of the uh, fatal death uh, the fatal Trayvon shooting Martin. of Trayvon Martin in 2012 he this was the young happened. man who was coming home mm-hmm. after he had bought um, in his hands just Skittles yes. and um, I think it was iced tea Arizona iced tea yep and he was just walking home in the neighborhood uh, George he Zimmerman he was in Sanford cause this yes, I'm Florida. from Florida yep and this rocked yes. Florida and it rocked the nation yeah it rocked like, the nation it started this right a... from Florida and just like yes came out and i, I think, think a lot of people first widely publicized uh uh killing yeah unarmed killing of a black because yep. he was a child first of all yeah this happened in sanford which if you're not familiar with florida it is close to orlando it was yep. a big big deal yeah huge deal in fact i think it, it, it some people say that this is what sparked the black lives matter movement it did yeah for sure um so yeah so basically um he um, according to a lawsuit filed Wednesday in Florida, he believes that there was a conspiracy to frame him and wants a hundred million in damages. Attorney Larry Clayman, broke ass. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason he broke. 
announced the lawsuit is tandem with the Coral Gable screening of the documentary entitled The Trayvon Martin Hoax, which has since been canceled. Thank you. Zimmerman was canceled to, uh, excuse me, was scheduled to appear alongside Clayman on Thursday news conference. But hours later, Clayman said that the news conference was canceled too. I'm sure it was. Um, <laughs> basically, the Tom suit accusing accuses, excuse me, Trayvon's parents, prosecutors, and state authorities of going along with the alleged ruse and are alleged to either have known about or should have should have known about the witnesses fraud obstruction obstructed justice or lied repeatedly under oath in order to cover up their knowledge of the witness fraud first of all what? that don't even make no motherfucking sense I don't even know what none of that said but she ain't what it sounds it like right with my soul it first of all I I this I don't trust our um, justice system. Yeah, that much. But if if any judge, I don't care what side of the politics you are, has any fucking sense, you should be throwing this all the way out. In Mm -hmm. fact, you should reverse it to make sure that he pays Trayvon's parents a hundred million dollars. That doesn't even touch the amount of pain, anguish that they have been through because you wanted to play RoboCop or whatever and use your racism to kill an innocent child. Mm -hmm. Because that's what a child that they could never get back. Mm-hmm. And you, sir, even after you got off, was in and out of jail because of your foolishness. Because you was acting up in these streets. That's basically it. He's broke um, because he's been in and out of prison yeah. and jail um, since he killed that child. And he just needs a little come up. So mm. he's just pulling shit out of his ass, basically, yeah. um, to get his coins back up. Yeah. But, you know, we all know that's just not going to pass. It's not. Um, you foolish and you silly. Yeah. So this has nothing to do with entertainment, but I just find it super interesting, and I just thought it was important um to talk about because it was such an important case when that case happened. Like mm-hmm. so many people were affected by that, and you know, I don't want to get too far into politics, but I feel like a lot of people, particularly in the conservative world, they want to hold on to these conspiracies and use these things to really get away, literally get away with murder, literally. And you know what? There's I I truly again, I don't wish death upon anybody, but it's moments like these that I think we should allow some people to get their ass whooped. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Whooped sincerely. And, you know, I hope I I truly hope Mr. Zimmerman gets exactly what is coming to him. Exactly. So and I hope those lawyer fees pile up on your ass. Mm -hmm. Because you should you should really be a goddamn shame of yourself. Sincerely. Big, big broke ass. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I want I, I wanted to say that. Sorry, that's so like fucking such a downer. But that it was just so important. I saw that this week and I was like, oh, we can't not. Disgusting. Yeah, super disgusting. But with that, we do have great things happening with uh, creative people. I think even that uh, Tray the Trayvon Martin story. I think Jay-Z might be um, behind oh, Rock be Nation. Yeah, I think cool, so. Cool, cool. So yeah, yeah, look yeah. out for that. Yeah. We'll have deets on that once the news breaks. Yeah. We'll be talking about it. A hundred percent. You'll hear from us. That's right. Not first, but maybe fifth. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You won't hear it from us regardless. Right. So just get ready. That's right. And with that, our news episode is almost done. Yeah. We got one more, and That's we'll be right. back. We'll be back. Hey guys, and we are back. 
Yes, yep. we are. Mm-hmm. And we are back with our closing segments. Uh, Niggas, you should know. And mm-hmm. uh, this is where we just shout out people, um, black and brown people who are um, making waves in the industry mm-hmm. that we think you should have an eye out yep. and um, support and look out for their stuff. And yeah, let's continue to support uh, yes. one another no matter what. Always. So mm-hmm. I can start. I have Miss Quinta Brunson, who yeah, we talked about, Quinta. who is getting her own show on HBO Max. Yes. Um. So just a little backstory about her. You should definitely know her. She's coming up in this yeah. comedy game. She is adorable. I don't know if you should call grown women adorable, but she's <laughs> super small, she's which so I think is so cute. Yes. Um. But then yeah, I'm not going to call grown women adorable. She grown. She grown. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's really funny. She's in a black lady sketcher, like we said. Mm-hmm. She's a writer, actress, and stand-up comedian. Born and raised in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. She started studying comedy in Chicago mm. at the Second City, which I don't know what that is. Oh, I think it's an improv group. An uh, improv group. Yeah. A lot of uh, people have come out of Second City and uh, UCB, the United Citizens Brigade. 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 How do you say Brigade. that word? Brigade. Yeah, UCB. Yes. Goddamn. But yeah, she came out of Second City. Go forth. I'm sorry to interrupt. Got it. Mm-hmm. So that she started studying in Chicago there, mm-hmm. moved to L.A. in 2013. And then she had a viral series in 2014 called The Girl Who's Never Been on a Nice Date. So that is where she Which was on the date at the before, movie yeah. theater. And the guy bought a large popcorn. She said, you got money. So that's how she got big from that viral series um, and it eventually led her to a relationship with BuzzFeed motion pictures so you guys would see her in a lot of those BuzzFeed vids that would mm-hmm. show up on Facebook yep. um, which is where I mostly saw them I don't think they were that big on Insta mm-hmm. I think it's mostly Facebook yeah you know, I think you Facebook right. be having them little it's always videos on fucking Facebook true anyway she was working with BuzzFeed and got her even more um, creds and she now develops shows like we just talked about. Mm-hmm. Her show coming on HBO Max. And she performs stand-up around the country. So yeah. you can catch her on Black Lady Sketch Show on HBO, which mm-hmm. got renewed for a second season. So Yay! we'll be coming back. You can catch up on it. Um, I think I it's on it. Amazon. You can buy it like mm-hmm. Judith does. Um, so yeah, my girl is coming up. That's right. She's getting to the bag. She's getting to the coin. We're excited to see where she goes. Yeah, that she is has so arrived. Cool. So Quinta Brunson. Remember that name. Yeah, you should know her. Um, and then I have have Mr. Jeremy O'Harris. We mentioned him before. He is a playwright and he wrote Slave Play. Um, and um, he's he's the uh, winner of the 2018 uh, Kennedy Center Rosa Parks Playwriting Award, wow. the Lorraine Hansberry Playwriting Ooh, Award, the Lotus Foundation Prize in Arts and Sciences. Okay. Like, he is winning all the awards. He won um, wow. for a play called Daddy. He also wrote something called Xander's Ice uh, Dragon and won and Water Sports or Insignificant White Boys, <laughs> which was published <laughs> in 53rd. Like he's, I'm going to check out all his stuff. First of all, just from the titles. I'm like, you're great. Um, his work has been presented or developed. Um, by uh, forgive me if I fuck this up um, Peter Space mm-hmm. Jack uh, Aeros Nova The New Group uh, The New York Times Performance Space New York and Playwrights Horizons um, in 2018 Jeremy co-wrote A24's upcoming film Zola with uh, director uh, Jen Z- Oh, God. Janixa? Janixa Bravo. Thank you so much. Uh, And if I messed up the enunciation, please forgive me. He is the 11th recipient of the Vineyard Theater's Paula 
Vogel Playwriting Award, wow. a 2016 McDowell Colony Fellow. I mean, he's I mean, he's getting all the things in playwright. Literally. I mean, much. he is awarded. If you go to his um website, which I believe is just his name, if you Google his name, Jeremy O'Harris, he has these wonderful photos. I mean, he's amazing. Like, he is posing like America's next top model. Like I'm just like his skin is like beautifully glistening. Like he's smizing. The clothes are on point, and he has the nerve to be writing these plays that are changing, Mm. um, changing the way we talk about and look at plays. So much so that a white woman lost her shit in the middle of Mm a Q and A. And um, I love how he's just not afraid to like push the envelope with this stuff. And he's not a play, not afraid to stand up in it and like really show the side of America that we're not willing to look at so yep. it's controversial but it, it needed to be written if it's getting a response like this yep. I'm gonna definitely try and check it out and I'm definitely I look forward to actually his work if he's working with uh, A24 in an upcoming film so I'm actually looking forward to seeing his um, his writing translate into screenwriting as well mm-hmm. so support and love to Jeremy O'Harris I'm gonna try and check out Slave Play and uh, yeah mm, well it says done, he's sir. currently developing a pilot with A24 for HBO too I mean come on so we're gonna check that out. Come on, he's Probably. in and out of meetings, getting all the awards, Ooh, scared of him. Deals, out. come on, sir. I'm scared of you, Jeremy O'Harris, and I'm gonna check out your little pictures. You know, I'm fitting to fit all of y'all in my budget, and mm-hmm. you know, find a way to support. We are mm-hmm. like we always do. Mm-hmm. So, so that yeah. is the end of our news episode. Yeah. Y'all niggas should be caught up now. Don't ask no more goddamn no questions. More. No more. We're done. Mm-mm. You got. All the info you need. In fact, inform us. Yes. Let us know. Please. Because I'm tired. (laughs) Not really, but, you know, I just like to say I'm tired. Um, (laughs) That is a Southern. (laughs) Yeah. We just just, have to say it once a day. In the morning. I'm tired. There you go. Like, we have to say that once a day if you're from the South. I'm tired. (laughs) Shit. Fuck. Ain't no T-I-R-E-D. It's tired. T-I-E-D. I'm tired. So, yeah, I'm tired. Um... (laughs) Welcome to the end of the show. Yes. You guys made it through. Hope yes. that you guys enjoyed our news episode. Hope you feel informed. Hope you feel inspired by all of the shit that we talked about, yeah. all the different stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Good um, and bad. Yes. Because mm-hmm. hopefully you will be in our news segment yeah. in the future. That's Whoever's right. Whoever's listening That's and dreaming right. and inspiring, don't forget to dream. Mm-hmm. Um, But yeah, follow us on the gram yes. at Tinseltown T. Follow us on Twitter, even though I don't. Just follow yeah. yeah. Tinseltown T, too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we're on there. Yeah. Check us out. It's going to be dope. Yeah. Hope is. you enjoyed it, everybody. Yes. And see you next time. See you. Bye. Bye. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs>